slash J-O-Y. From the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio, it's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man! He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I'd is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Red 7! I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock! That's what we call a sack lunch! I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. discussing LSU, but baseball starts on Friday. I know that. Football people are happy. I do know that. We'll, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Top of hour two. 615-844-5600. Twitter at Bill is King and email the show Bill is King 7 at gmail.com. Mike Bobo, I know that's where you guys want to head as we begin this Wednesday edition. Happy Wednesday. Mike Bobo was anticipated if Todd Monken left, which he has for the Ravens, they already had the successor in place. Former quarterback, former offensive coordinator there. Mike Bobo, who was there on staff already, has been elevated, and a lot of mixed opinions there. I think it's a decent move. I, I, I see the critics out there, and that's fine, but I don't think anything's going to change much. Now, is he as reputable as a play caller? Or And it, it's not like Georgia has to get real fancy. Georgia's not all that fancy. They line up. They're well coached. They have very good players, and they just beat you, man. Georgia is not going to invent the trick machine when it comes to running their offense. That's not what they're about. They're about physicality, toughness, athletes, and we're better than you, and we're about to show you how much better we are. That's what they do. So – Mike Bobo doesn't have to be the niftiest of cerebral play callers. So I think it's a solid move. And 
you got to remember now, everything, Kirby Smart is the man. He's the, he's the master. He's the one sitting on plural natties right now, and he's the one who's going to be favored to do it again. Now, we'll have to play it out and see what happens, but I'm not anti-Mike Bobo here. I don't know what people wanted. I mean, did you want to go out and get some offensive young whippersnapper guru guy? I mean, that's not what they do. Now, again, if this doesn't work out, then we all know where the critics are going to go. I I get that. No, I get it. If it doesn't work out, I'll be a critic too. But I think it's a decent move here. I I don't have a problem with it. I've – Heck, Bobo played there in the mid-90s at Georgia. Later, when he was on Coach Rick's staff, I interviewed him down there. Interviewed him a couple of times historically. And, of course, he left for Colorado State. He was at Auburn. He was at South Carolina. And uh, back, back to his college, his home. Georgia. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah, we'll see how it all materializes, but that was expected. That has happened, and uh, we'll get them on the field. They've got to sift through all those quarterbacks, starting with Carson Beck this spring, and I don't think you'll see any announcement coming out of that quarterback room to keep it intact, but they'll sift through it. Beck is likely the incumbent. There's lots of talent there if he's not the incumbent. They may be getting Dylan Raiola from the class of 24. Now, that's irrelevant at the moment. but So the quarterback room is nice and uh, healthy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's in good shape. Now, nothing new at Notre Dame. The administration would not buy out. Andy Ludwig, not a news story. Yeah, not today's news story, but it's a very bad look for Notre Dame. The optics are not at all encouraging if you're watching, following, if you're a Notre Dame fan. If you're a Notre Dame hater, it's funny. The optics are not good at all. Getting by on the cheap is not a good look. It costs lots of money to play this game, to be part of this game. And if the appearance is you're not willing to do what it takes, it's a very bad look, regardless of whether you agree with it or not. It's a bad look. And the administration wouldn't pay. Now, if I'm Jack Swarbrick, I'm on the war path right now, unless he agrees with it, which I would doubt. If I'm Marcus Freeman, I'm on the war path right now. Now, there's some talk that maybe they elevate Gerard Parker, who's on the staff, the tight end coach. Don't know if that happens or not. I'm not saying that's a definitive prediction. Just saying there is some talk there. I'm not sure what they're going to do. Now, it's it's a good gig, and it will pay well, but when you're getting by on the cheap and you don't want to pay a buyout, if you're going to go get somebody who's reputable, there's probably going to be a buyout. You have to know this. Why would you bring Andy Ludwig into town, wine and dine him, and then 
not pay the buyout. Don't don't tell me they were so ill-prepared they didn't know there was a buyout. If that's the case, that's even worse news. I don't think that's the case. Had to know that. Yeah, had to know that. And it's really quiet in South Bend right now, which is also perhaps telling. Josh in Picktown, Ohio. He says, I have two things I need to say this morning. Number one, Notre Dame is a laughing stock. Number two, bleep TTUN, that team up north, Michigan. I think you've made that clear, Josh, many times. Alec Rippa Bob, hey, Bill, did Georgia Dog pay Mike Bobo's buyout? Well, he was already on the staff. I don't if, – if there was a buyout, he probably did. They probably did. Can, can you have a buyout if you're already on the staff? Yeah, I'm, I'm an analyst. It's going to cost some money, a buyout, to get me out of the analyst room into the offensive coordinator's room. Maybe so. All right, we have some hoop. Now, <laughs> Alabama and – Tennessee tonight in the Tommy Bowl. Yeah, in Thompson Bowling, the Tommy Bowl. Tennessee, until recently, had been playing really well, ranked as high as number two on the planet Earth of college basketball. They've been losing since. And buzzer beaters, et cetera. Buzzer beater Vanderbilt, buzzer beater in the Missouri game. They're playing the top-ranked team, Alabama. Alabama is a nasty, excellent basketball team led by Coach Natos. I mean, they are a fantastic team to watch. That Auburn game over the weekend was – and you you folks know I've told you, basketball has lost tons of market share. And I don't care much about it anymore either. That game had me locked in. That game had me, yes. that that Now, it was Auburn, Alabama. That, that was part of it, too. But you got Bruce Pearl. Everybody knows my affinity for Bruce. And you have Alabama. And uh, Alabama is a team that is loaded with coaching, acumen, and talent on the court of play. Tennessee is favored right now by three. Now, Brad's not with us until Friday, and Brad's not going to do anything with basketball until the tournament start, conference tournament start in March. But based on the way these two teams are playing, that spread doesn't make sense. But you got to remember, Those spreads aren't about making sense, right? They're about making money. Would it be – my inclination is to take the plus three. What do you folks think about that? Now, if Tennessee comes out and plays well, which they're not right now, Tennessee does not score the basketball comfortably right now. Alabama scores the ball comfortably from basically every position, including 
superstar freshman Brandon Miller from the 615 from right here. Who's 6'8 and a nightmare of a matchup. But they are good at every position. Everyone. So I'm just wondering, or should I wait till the end game? Yeah, should, should I wait until I get in the game? And uh, you know what I did last night? <laughs> I had on the Vanderbilt-South Carolina game at South Carolina. Now, South Carolina basketball is godforsaken terrible. It's awful. It's awful. They went, by the way, they went into Kentucky and won. That's how bad Kentucky is by their standards. Vanderbilt's favored by six or seven going into the game. Vanderbilt is up 20-something in game. South Carolina's getting 22. So I had to do it. I had to take South Carolina. Now, Vanderbilt won comfortably by, what, 12? But That took the Gamecocks plus 22 in game. Knowing Vanderbilt would win easily. Tell you what, they're playing pretty well, actually. But, yeah, Alabama, Tennessee, and the Tommy Bowl tonight. Oh, Friday baseball. I can't even tell you my excitement about that. Can't, can't even wordsmith it. I'm so excited. Brett Ciancia, when we come back. If you have any questions, post them. Omni Nashville Hotel. your next dream paying off your credit card remodeling your kitchen exploring the rainforest of costa rica whatever your dreams they take some planning and state farm agent austin hardy is right here in the middle tennessee community to lend a hand as your local good neighbor he can help you look at the things you want to save for and come up with a plan to make those saving goals happen because your money should work just as hard as you to achieve your dream so whether it's being free of debt or free to roam the world call state farm agent austin hardy here in the middle tennessee community like a good neighbor state farm is there as a professional realtor in Nashville for more than 40 years, Richard Courtney is one of the city's top-ranked real estate brokers. He's also the author of two books and the real estate columnist for the Nashville Ledger. What does all of this mean to you as a home buyer or seller? Expert knowledge, guidance, and trust. Give Richard Courtney a call today at 615-300-8189. That's 615-300-8189. Or online at richardcourtney.com. Hey, Nashville, start your day the right way with Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel. Bongo Java is Nashville's oldest local coffee company. Get your day started with a freshly baked muffin and wash it down with a hot cup of dark roast or hair of the dog blend. With free Wi-Fi, you can get some work done while enjoying a toasted breakfast sandwich. Beat the traffic. Treat yourself at Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown Music City. 
Are you looking for a trusted partner who knows AT&T business inside and out? ABS Communications is an organization built on the premise that telecom solutions and working with companies like AT&T can often be complicated and the customer needs someone to help them navigate through these complexities. They make complex simple. Whether it's helping maintain, manage, or secure your business, ABS Communications is here to help all your business telecom and mobility needs. Their business was built with the goal of simplifying the process of connectivity for the customer and establishing a long long-term relationship of trust through transparency and accountability. ABS Communications is a top five AT&T authorized agent with over 200 years of AT&T technical experience. You can call Mark and the gang at 615-349-8588 or you can visit their website at abscomcomm.net. And remember, mention the McFarland Show to ABS and you could get up to $250 in a Visa gift card for new ABS business customers. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. The word that was used the most, guys, was collaboration. Carthon said it, Vrabel said it, Amy said it, and so... You think they had, like, little cheat cards I think so, right yeah. in front of them? Look, I'm not here to shake things up. I'm here to learn how the system works, add what I can add. I want to help Mike. I want to build a team so that Mike can coach it so that we can win. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Get into the Bill King Show. 615-844-5600. He doesn't charge by the minute. Brett CNC of Big Six Previews. Every Wednesday. And Brett, no particular order. Let's start with Mike Bobo, who has been elevated as the offensive coordinator Georgia, former offensive coordinator there, but on the staff as an analyst, and now he's back in that role. Yeah, good morning, Bill. Thanks for having me on. And, um, yeah, big news from Georgia. Uh, of course, that's the domino effect of Todd Monken getting um, hired up at the NFL level uh, for the Ravens, So, and well-deserved there. But, yeah, with Mike Bobo, he's a pretty experienced SEC coordinator and coach. Um, Georgia, I think South Carolina some years, and back to Georgia, so – um, and then, yeah, being an analyst under Monken, I think he's um, going to try and continue what worked. And you'd be you'd be crazy not to because uh, the, bl- the blueprint is already there, and I think they'll, they'll try and continue it. Notre Dame bringing in Andy Ludwig, wined him, dined him, courted him, and then the administration won't pay the buyout. Your thoughts there? Yeah, that's incredible to me that the reason was um, a money deal. And we're talking about Notre Dame. This isn't, um, you know, a non-AQ school or an FCS school. I mean, it's Notre Dame. You can't come up with money to to go get your guy. That's crazy. Um, So, yeah, I was shocked that that was the reason. I wasn't shocked that Andy Ludwig was interviewed. Um, I cover Utah pretty closely. I write uh, weekly previews for them on uh, KSL.com. And, um, yeah, he's a a genius offensive coordinator. The way he gets uh, the tight ends involved – um, you know, on end arounds, on screens, on it's just it's it's very unique the way he calls a game and and it's worked. I mean, Utah's back to back conference champs. They do so without the five star um, you know pedigree that you see at other conference champions. Um, so yeah, he was definitely deserving of a of a bigger job like that. Not to say that Utah's not a big job, but Notre Dame is Notre Dame. Um, so 
I was I wasn't surprised he got interviewed. I was shocked that the reason why they couldn't sign him was a money deal. That's just crazy. A lot of conversation here on the show about the spring coming up and Josh, formerly of London, Ohio, now in Picktown, Pickerington, wants to know your thoughts on the quarterback situation coming up this spring, Devin Brown or Kyle McCord, Marvin Harrison's high school teammate, Kyle McCord from Philadelphia up there, not far from you, but Devin Brown, that that, that twosome, they're going to fight it out this spring. Yeah, that sounds like the battle. Um, you know, Kyle McCord, he's uh, from St. Joe's Prep here in Pennsylvania. He was, I think, a five-star or at least a high four-star coming out, um, was battling C.J. Stroud and, and eventually lost to Stroud for that starting spot a couple years back. Uh, is certainly capable. Um, but I'll be honest, I haven't gotten over to the Big Ten yet for my deeper research. I don't want to give out any bad info. Um, I just know a surface level that those are the two names. Um, I know McCord's background, and, um, and I know that Ohio State will be a, you know, a destination spot for transfer quarterbacks too. Um, you know, this next cycle, this next wave of transfers, uh, you'll you'll see more of that quarterback carousel. So, uh, if neither one steps up and grabs it, uh, they'll be the top destination for another transfer quarterback to to throw their hat into the mix. But. Uh, no, no more details on that yet. Um, I'll, I'll get, I'll come back to Ohio State. Trust me. Also, when you talk about transitioning quarterbacks, let's just take a wide swath of the last twenty years. They've probably done it year after year. When it's time for the next guy, they've done it at about as high a level as you can do it. Yeah, I mean, just uh, start from the Trestle era with Craig Krenzel. Um, you know, after him, uh, I think it was then Troy Smith was up. Um, then, uh, you know, Todd Beckman, he might have been the, the yes. worst starter of them all, but he got yeah. them to the national title in 2007 uh, for LS, against LSU. Uh, and then, of course, they won the huge mega recruiting battle for Terrell Pryor, uh, stealing him out of Jeanette, Pennsylvania, uh, over Penn State. And Pryor was a starter for a few years. Um, you know, and then the, even um, the Urban Meyer years, you had Braxton Miller, J.T. Barrett. Even when injuries struck, Cardell Jones came in and won a national title. Um, you know, and then J.T. Barrett came back, had a long tenure. Um, and then it's just been NFL guys uh, time after time, Justin Fields uh, and then C.J. Stroud. Just when you thought that it was over, when Justin Fields went pro and, and you thought, wow, who, who the heck is going to lead this program forward? C.J. Stroud rises up and, and – uh, he was a Heisman candidate twice, or could have been twice, definitely last year, um, but uh, another NFL guy. So right when you think that it's over for Ohio State's quarterback lineage, I'm sure they're going to find and develop a guy. They have five stars there, and um, they'll be fine. Brett Ciancia, Pick 6 Previews, with us every Wednesday to talk some college football. Alabama. A lot of transitions, right? New coordinators, Ty Simpson, probably the quarterback, even though that'll happen this spring. They'll they'll fight that out this spring. What do you see out of them? Yeah, it's like the old days where Alabama had to change their coordinator every year because they were getting promoted up to, to head coaching spots or, or bigger roles elsewhere. So uh, if anyone's used to this, it's Nick Saban. Uh, he's been able to weather the storm of tons of coordinator changes. 
Um, in fact, they go through so many that uh, the one graphic on my in my preview book that shows coordinator trends and coordinator grades, I had to enlarge the Alabama one because there's so much uh, so much changeover over there. So I uh, got like 20 names that listed in that a coordinator section. Um, he knows how to do that, and I'm sure they won't miss a step. Um, especially with all the talent they have on their roster. Again, the number one recruiting class. Again, the number one three-year and five-year average recruiting. Um, Transfer portal is another modern lever of the game that Saban has embraced and now is just crushing. So um, they're going to be fine. And uh, we might not know some of the star players yet, but you will by October, and they'll be great in the playoff hunt again. Do you think they're going to be good enough to threaten Georgia? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, Georgia's definitely uh, number one coming into the season. They've proved that um, right there behind uh, Alabama again for recruiting. It's usually 1A, 1B. I know I say Bama number one, but Georgia's always right there number two with the same caliber of athletes coming in. Um, Georgia's the favorite, but uh, if anyone over there has the, the raw firepower to challenge a roster like that, it's it's Alabama. So uh, until proven otherwise, that's your, your king of the East is Georgia, and your king of the West is it still has to be Alabama. I know that LSU took the crown this year. Incredible run by Brian Kelly in his first year. Um, but if I had to pick right now without any deeper dive of research, I think it's just the proven product is, is Alabama out of that division. Josh in Picktown, Ohio, says, guys, Joe Bowserman was the worst starting quarterback for Ohio State. Oh, during that- how could I forget Joey yeah. B.? Uh, it was that 2011 year, that changeover year um, between Trestle and Meyer. I remember that Nebraska game, he was throwing them, I think he threw like five picks. Uh, he was throwing them into the stands. Um, that was right when uh, internet jokes were getting popular, like uh, internet memes, and Nebraska fans uh, put up his uh, passing chart, and it was just dots all throughout the, the upper deck stadium and like the lower level stadium um, when nothing was completed on the field. So, yeah, Joey B, that's a, that's a good reference there. I forgot him. John in Los Angeles. Hey, guys, word in South Bend is Jack Swarbrick, the AD, is the real culprit here, which is surprising, says a board of trust member offered to pay the buyout, and he turned it down. He was also against it from the start, just saying, well, here's what I don't understand. If somebody, Swarbrick or administration, whoever is the culprit here, was against it from the beginning, why would you encourage Marcus Freeman or why would you have Freeman bring him in to take a look, go to the hockey game, be on Twitter, well-known trip to take the job if you're not going to do what it takes? Yeah, that's that's a good point. That's the crazy part. Um, if they were going to shoot that down, they should have done it at the beginning. Um, they, then they went through the process. It turns out Freeman and, and staff and, and a lot of the administration boosters love the guy, and it, that makes it a harder decision to kill it then. So, um, yeah, I agree with you. Money, the money part of Notre Dame has always been a little bit hidden and, and, uh, and secretive just because it's a private school and um, they don't release stuff like that. They don't release salaries, and it's just a little bit different, and, and you're seeing it come here, uh, you know, come to fruition here. Well, and I don't think Sam Hartman's going anywhere, but he'd probably like to know who's my guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And um, and just another big win for Utah this offseason. They've had a lot of their star players, especially the offensive guys, decide to come back uh, for another year. It just sounds crazy that we'll have Cam Rising again at quarterback there. And um, Brand Keithy, I believe, is coming back, uh, All-American tight end a few years back, who suffered a big injury. And you just think these guys have been in college for so long, and, that's a good thing. That's that's very experienced players. 
Uh, they're motivated over there in that program. And, um, yeah, if they could secure Andy Ludwig back after losing him to a blue blood, I mean, that that's a huge win there. So they're just stacking wins at Utah right now. Mike the Mad Dog down in Noonan, Georgia, says Georgia fans are going back and forth on this Bobo topic, but I'm going to choose to trust Kirby, who just won back-to-back national championships. Yeah, exactly. I think you, you got to trust your guy there. Um, and, and and he was part of the program, I think, this year. It might have been two years, definitely this year, though. Um, so, you know, he's learned from, if, if you want to call it, some mistakes he had at his prior stint um, or just – maybe not mistakes, but it's just modernized to where they are now. I think he's going to continue at work, like I said at the top. You'd be crazy not to. You saw how elite this offense became. In 2021, it was kind of overshadowed by the defense, which was generational, one of the best we've seen in 20 years. Uh, but make no mistake, that this 2022 season, it was balanced, if not the, the offense was, uh, was so elite. So um, they'll try and continue that. They have a big quarterback battle to deal with, too. So, um but elsewhere, the roster's just so loaded. It's, it's you know, got to trust Kirby Smart there. Have we talked not new news yet, you and I, about the Texas and Oklahoma news coming a year early? I don't think we covered it. Um, yeah, that was, um, you know, it's weird because a few days before that news dropped, all the news was about how, okay, it's 2025, they couldn't make the deal, uh, here's all these sources, sources, and then uh, 48 hours later, oh, actually, no, all that stuff was wrong. It's, uh, it is happening 2024. So this story has been yo-yoing back and forth, and it looks like now it will be uh, 2023. This upcoming year will be the final year in the Big 12 uh, for the two, um, the two powerhouses, Oklahoma and Texas. So, yeah, shocking news. Um, but it almost makes it more of a clean break where, okay, this is kind of the last year of the old game, 2023, where you have the 14 playoff. You have the powerhouses in their actual geographic footprint with Oklahoma, Texas, and with USC out in Pac-12. Then with 2024, it all changes. I mean, now you have those two in the SEC. You have USC flying to Rutgers on, a, on an average Saturday. Um, you have a 12-team expanded mega bracket. So it's almost, it's almost like a good clean break that this upcoming year is the last one of the, of the sport that we know. Yeah, big transition after 23 with – Big Ten expansion, SEC expansion, expansion of the playoffs, and a Wild West name, image, likeness, which is not getting policed at all, freebie transfers. Brett, you're younger than me, but this is a brand-new world, man. Yeah, it really is. And, um, you know, I've been uh, a big defender of the 14 playoff, and I think the root of that really is when you when you love something as much as we love this college football, it's uh, you don't want it to change. You fear that when they change it, it become could become worse or become tampered with. So I think that's just the instinct is, hey, we really love this thing. Let's keep it how it is. So uh, it, it may improve the game. Maybe we turn out a couple years from now, we're talking and we're loving this 12-team bracket. Um, I mean, right now I don't see that the case, but hopefully that's true um, because I love college football more than I'm tied to a certain postseason bracket. So, you know, hopefully it works out great. Um, I've seen it go from the, the BCS two-team up to four, and that, that didn't ruin anything really. Uh, might, might have concentrated some power at some powerhouse programs. but um, So hopefully this doesn't shatter anything. But, yeah, I've been a big defender of the old way of doing things, the four-team, um, the regionality of the sport that seems to be lost every year. So we'll see. But um, hoping it doesn't change things too much. Noel Fan in the 863 down in Florida. 
who's a Florida State fan, but he says, what about what Mario has done down at Miami with his coordinators? Yeah, uh, well, yeah, both are out. You know, this time last year we were praising uh, both the coordinator hires. It was two Broyles Award winners with Kevin Steele and Josh Gaddis. Um, I just I, I don't think anybody, even Miami's biggest rival fans, could have predicted what happened last year on the field. So uh, kind of a fresh start for Miami. Um, you know, hopefully a, a second-year head coach bonus, get some of these kids more focused into the program a second year. You see this everywhere. Um where the, the guy's second year at a program, they're more cohesive, they're more focused, and um, start to take on an, a, a true program identity. So we'll see. Yeah, that's huge news out of Miami. The coordinator carousel is really hitting a lot later than, than the head coaching carousel, what we're used to. So I'm still catching up on coordinator hires, and we'll be uh, giving deeper dives into all of these coming up. Brett, tell everybody how they can get your content here during the non-playing portion of the season. Yeah, thanks. It's at uh, Pick 6 Previews on Twitter. Pick6previews.com in July for the annual season preview book. But until then, yeah, it's just uh, Twitter each day. I'm starting my research, working on the graphics, uh, lining up some head coach calls. So excited to dig into this this year. It's a ton of research, but uh, a lot of fun. All right, man. See you next week. All right. See you, Bill. Thanks. Brett Ciancia, Pick 6 Previews, does a wonderful job. Blake Rafino, top of hour two. Oh, oh. Jay Book tomorrow. Yeah, got that confirmed. Jay Book with Buck Nuts, the Ohio State site, will join us tomorrow. Hour three. Now, he's out west. He's in Scottsdale, Phoenix area. And Eastern time, 920 Central time, which we are on here, 820. Jay Book on the Buckeyes tomorrow. TJ tomorrow, too. Get the break here. Presented by the place where, you know, we're at a bunch. The Omni Nashville Hotel. If you need a staycation or planning a trip to Music City, stay at Bento Living Chestnut Hill. Voted the best boutique hotel in the city by the Nashville scene. Bento Living is located on the edge of bustling downtown and boasts on-site dining, shopping, live entertainment on the rooftop, and free fitness classes. Come experience Nashville like a local. Visit bentochestnuthill.com to book your Music City vacation today. Welcome to Smashville, home of the biggest hits in hockey and the loudest parties on Broadway. Join us at Bridgestone Arena Thursday, February 16th as your Nashville Predators take on the Boston Bruins. And don't miss Saturday, February 18th against the Florida Panthers. You do not want to miss these games. Purchase your tickets today at NashvillePredators.com slash tickets. That's NashvillePredators.com slash tickets. We can't wait to see you back inside Bridgestone Arena. Let's go, Preds! 
Realtors abide by a code of ethics. This is Article 9 in action. Beth, a first-time homebuyer, knew nothing about the home buying process, except that she wanted to buy a home. But her Realtor had the expertise to make sure Beth understood every document, even giving her copies to review with her lawyer so Beth could close on her first home with confidence. Complicated things explained in simple terms. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Bundling car and renter's insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? Look for the signs. Chances are they live in a home and have a car. They use money and enjoy having more of it. They probably drink lots of lemonade. Mmm, lemonade. And they've probably said something suspicious like, I'm bundling with GEICO or stop spying on me with those binoculars. If so, you may want to ask them how easy it was to bundle with GEICO. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. When you're away from home and you want down-home cooking, Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel is the answer. Excellent, fresh, and local, just like Grandma used to make. Start your day with a Music City omelet and some prime rib hash. Or a cast iron waffle with Nashville hot chicken. For those wanting variety, hit the biggest breakfast buffet in Music City. And, of course, the world-famous Biscuit Bar. Start your day with the fresh, local, and down-home cooking of Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Every weekday afternoon, 2 to 4, live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio, it's the McFarlane Show. It's Darren. It's Justin. It's 50 years of Nashville Sports Radio coverage. A show that's genuine, it's real, it's fun, it's passionate. We welcome your phone calls and we mean it. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Biscuits, kitchen notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel does, and Bill King loves them all. Blake Rapino coming up. Top of the hour. Looking forward to it. 614 Rob up in Ohio. Bill, Marcus Freeman can't get his own choice of coaches for his staff because the AD shot down the buyout. Time to get out of town, Marcus. Well, it's a bad look. That cannot be defended. I wonder what's going on behind the scenes there. That's embarrassing. No, Notre Dame has a lot of resources. But that's not the topic, right? They're not using those resources. At least they're not using them to capacity. And they've got these issues. Number one, the most recent bit of news about bringing in Andy Ludwig and then the cheapness involved with it is a horrible optic, number one. Number two, 
Their recruiting's been pretty good. Top 10 classes, but they get commitments from big-name players, and they can't hang on to them. And you saw it this last year at key positions, Keon Keeley, uh, Peyton Bowen. Now, again, they're not the only team ever that's had a decommit, but those are players that would be very impactful for them. Now, Keon Keeley will be an impact at Alabama. Peyton Bowen will at Oklahoma. I get that. And it's their choice where they want to go. That's that's fine. But Notre Dame isn't able to hold on to those players. Even though they did have an overall very good class. But that's that's a problem. Justin Scott in Chicago is a Notre Dame guy. Apparently for a while they slow played it. Don't know why. They feel like they're still in good shape with him. He postponed his commitment, and Georgia's all up in that now. Ohio State is. Southern Cal is. I'm sure everybody on the planet said that. They would have been in it anyways, but if if you can't defend Chicago now and your Notre Dame for a big-name 6'5", 320-pound defensive lineman, and we don't know what's going to happen there. Maybe they do get it. Don't know. Oh, no, long way to go on that one, but I'm just saying the optics are not the best for them right now. Not the best. And uh, you notice everything is super quiet up there. I mean, does anybody want to defend what just happened? Jack Swarbrick want to get on the mic. Now, you guys know I am historically a Jack Swarbrick supporter. If this is indeed the case where he was the one who put the kibosh on this, then I'm going to have to back up a little bit. I've always been a Jack Swarbrick aficionado, right? Interviewed him. Talked to him. I've always been a fan of the job he's done. If that's indeed the case, then we have conversations that have to change a little bit here on the show. Brent down in uh, Macon. Bill, Mike Bobo had a horrible call against South Carolina with Todd Gurley. But Bobo has had some of the best offenses Georgia has seen in the last 20 years. Our defense was way off during Bobo's time as offensive coordinator under Rick. Says, I think we will be fine. I'm not real worried about that, the uh, the Mike Bobo news. In case you're out of the loop, you'd have to be way out of the loop, which is fine. Maybe you are. But Bobo, it was announced on Tuesday, has been elevated, which was anticipated. It's not like that came out of left field somewhere. As the new offensive coordinator at Georgia, a position he's held in the past, He's been a head coach, Colorado State. He's been coordinators other places. Was at Auburn, was at South Carolina. But you got to remember now, he's at Georgia. And Georgia is the top program on the planet Earth as we speak. Resources, players, recruiting classes, all of the above. Developing players, culture, everything. Okay. Not that they're perfect. Nobody's perfect, but everything is lined up. They've got it rolling. And supreme confidence 
Pat Kirby Smart even in the post game after the second national championship. Said this next year, man, it's it's going to be uh, tough because the buy-in, man, got a lot of people have won a lot of games. Natty's here who are back. And uh, I'm going to have to tell them we're about to start eating off the floor again. That's hard to do once you're fat and happy. Metaphor there now. It's hard to do. But if anybody can do it, he can do it. Nick's been through it. Nick knows what that, that's like. Urban Meyer's been through it. It's hard. It's 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 very, very hard. Alec Cripple Bob. Have to wonder if Jack Swarbrick doesn't think Marcus is the answer. Is Marcus on thin ice? Don't think so. Now, again, what could be going on behind the scenes there? Alec Cripple Bob brings up a good point, but I don't think that's the case. But all I know is the optics are not attractive right now. That's what I do know. Let's take the break. Blake Rafino, top of the hour. We'll go down to LSU. Any, there's always drama down there. I don't know if there's any drama down there. Oh, well, Brian Kelly fought for divorce, and now they've reconciled. Is that the drama? Is that it? Omni Nashville Hotel. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Ad paid for by Anthem Tax Services. Attention, if you or your business is behind in filing your tax returns or if you owe over $10,000 in back taxes to the IRS, please listen carefully. The IRS does not joke around and will not stop their collection efforts. If you're tired of the IRS letters, levies, liens, or wage garnishments and would like to get a fresh start, we can help. Due to the financial hardships in the country, the IRS is making it easier than ever to settle tax problems for those who owe more than $10,000. We can help settle your delinquent tax problems and all collections and may even reduce your back taxes significantly. Even if you can't afford to pay your back taxes, you can still get the help you need. We've helped thousands of taxpayers just like you, but you must call 800-240-4917 today to stop your tax problem from getting worse. The information is free and the help is real. Call 800-240-4917. That's 800-240-4917. Again, 800-240-4917. Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... 
Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. In uncertain times, you can be certain of this. The Salvation Army is serving those most in need with help and hope. Thanks to your donations, the Salvation Army is helping those affected by COVID-19, those who've lost wages, who have no home to retreat to, who need food, help with utilities, and most of all, hope. To see how you can continue to make a difference, visit GiveWestwood.org. GiveWestwood.org. Jim Rome is here weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. The SEC is for closers, and there's only one way to survive in the SEC, ABC. A always, B, B, C, closing, always be closing. A, B, C. A always, B, B, C, closing, always be closing. Jim Rome, 11 to 2 on Nashville's original sports radio, WNSR. college football talk on the planet presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel the Bill King show probably have seen this but with baseball starting Friday, the SEC has implemented some new rules. This will be for SEC games, SEC tournament, etc. 30-second timer between hitters would be one. Shall start at the conclusion of the prior play as indicated by the ump's final signal of safe or out or other clear identification that the prior play has been concluded. Mound visit clock, 30-second timer on a mound visit, shall begin when a coach exits the dugout or when a defensive player leaves their position to visit the mound. Unless the coach signals for a pitching change, coach must leave the mound when or before the timer expires. Pitching change clock. A two minutes and 30 seconds timer on a pitching change shall begin when a new pitcher who is entering the game either at the start of the inning or as part of a mid-inning pitching change crosses the warning track. So there you go. (laughs) You think any of this will be reason? Let's say Tony Valls is out (laughs) and they tell him to speed it up. You think that's going to be a problem? <laughs> uh, that would be funny. Can we, I haven't looked. Has anybody looked? Did they Have they already posted baseball games that you can bet on Friday? Like whatever app you have, is, is there the opportunity now to look and see the way you may want to bet? I haven't checked yet. I haven't looked. But I'll be checking on Friday. 
Can you get a bet? How about prop bets? Super Bowl prop bets, obviously baseball, not nearly the popularity, but can you get a bet on the time when Tony Valls gets booted out of a game? Like, is it game one? Is it game two? They play Arizona. They play Grand Canyon. I don't know who else they play. Grand Canyon is in Phoenix. Buddy of mine was the AD there. But that's what I want to know. Can you get a bet on Tony Balls getting booted? I mean, he was he was getting in trouble last year, mainly early, and that was at least until Notre Dame put him out on some kind of all-time rant to Omaha before they didn't get to Omaha, correct? I mean, they were a juggernaut until they weren't a juggernaut. Well, until they got beat, yeah. Danny in New York City. Bill, if indeed it was Swarbrick to not buy out Ludwig, the perception from the outside is that you don't want Freeman to succeed. Their PR team needs to do damage control. Not a good look if I'm C.J. Carr either. Certainly doesn't give me confidence as a recruit. Yeah, it does create a perception of undermining your coach. And it's quiet up there. I don't know. If Swarbrick's going to address this at all, you know, it's frankly, folks, Notre Dame's a very arrogant school. Let's just face it, very arrogant. And from an administrative point of view, it's always historically been, we don't do it like everybody else, and we don't care what you think about that. We don't care. We're smarter than you. You should just be a good little assistant, right? All you folks out there with opinions, who cares what you think? We're Notre Dame. We do it this way. And that arrogance is, they may say have served them well, but in this world where we're talking about winning, in sports, in football games, it doesn't serve them well at all. It's a impediment. It's a deal breaker. And somebody ought to get up on a mic and say something. Or if this is inaccurate, clear it up. That's not happening right now. Notre Dame's fully aware of the pummeling they're getting out there. And nobody's saying anything. Marcus Freeman's not saying anything. Now, Marcus might not want to right now. But somebody who's got their hand on the power should say something. Yes, we didn't think $2.8 million was appropriate to sign off on. Yes, we did prohibit that. Or tell us what happened. If there's another story that's not getting written, 
and it's not altogether accurate, but see, nobody's doing it. Or we don't care if it's accurate or inaccurate because we're arrogant. Say whatever you want to say. We don't care. Maybe that's the case. And that could be altogether true. Here's what we'll do. Let's take the break. And then Blake Rafino as we continue. I'm the Nashville Hotel.